It's too late for me. I'm awake now. Go on. What are you gonna do? I don't know. Tonight. If you want to feel the feeling, you want to feel the fire, then that's all right. Just don't grow tired. If you want to be great, then you've got to be good. Do it now in the neighborhood. back so sleepy day yeah it is a sleepy day but it's a nice day it is nice rain and snow but oh yeah we got definitely snow that whole yeah. like i don't yeah. do anything it's a great day to stay inside oh i think it's a great day to stay inside with you honey oh right back at you baby <laughs> you that's always nice it it's is. nice having um at home days yeah, together. Exactly. Because I know I don't get many of them. Yeah, we got school tomorrow. I do. I'm starting up my final term. Yep. Last term until I graduate. All right. I'm excited. Yeah. Found out my schedule is going to be more intensive than I realized, but only for one day. The rest of the days are actually going to be uh, short. It's not like that last semester. It was that way every day. Yeah. Intense. Every single day. Every single day. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was the... the days never ended. It was an intensive. So yeah, they like, oh, it's gonna be easy. No, <laughs> that was foolish thinking that on my part. <laughs> that was just insane. Yeah. No, I just I only have more one people would have dropped out. I figured more people would have dropped out that, you know, than in the first um, semester. You know, I could see what you're saying, but um, for most of them, at least, you know, the ones I had the chance to talk to about mm -hmm. it, it's the whole thing of like, we're almost done. We're almost done. Do you wanna drop yeah. out now? We're almost done. Right. Literally, we've got, I was going to say we got months. I know we got four months until graduating. So, yeah, and then it was, weeks. yeah, it's not terrible, not terrible yeah. at all. And of course, then it was, okay, we have six months till graduating. We have five months till graduating. That's, yeah, this is considerably easier. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. And again, only one long day a week. And for that long day, I get to come home in the afternoon. Almost. So it's long, but at least I get the break with the two, with the two of you, you and the little man. Mm. Yeah, that's if I'm home. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I mean you'll, be you'll be you'll be home for a bit with a broken foot. Yeah. Well, won't be forever. No, it's true. And you're healing. That's all that matters. Yeah. It feels better and better every day. That's good news. And that yawn, so, I couldn't agree with you more, baby. Well, again, I only had like eight cups of coffee, so. <laughs> Yeah, Tim here, I, I know we've told our listeners before, but if you hadn't heard us say it on any other episodes, 
Tim, uh, caffeine has no effect on him. It really doesn't. Yeah, he can drink a cup of coffee and go right to sleep. Yeah. Yep, unfortunately. Yeah, I suppose so. I'm sure if it was McDonald's coffee, it'd be different. Yeah, I understand McDonald's coffee's like crack. I've never it, tried it, though. Wow. Yeah, it, Really, you bounce off the fucking walls, yeah. Just Seriously. that additional caffeine. Well, I don't know what it is, apparently. Or maybe it's actually methamphetamine in there. It might be. I mean, they're just McDonald's, so. But yeah, it's really fucking wow. It's, uh, you know, I don't because I've never tried it before. If you ever need a fucking serious boost but that lasts for about three or four hours, okay. And then after that, you like fucking hard crash. Well, you just want more. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like Coke in that way. I mean, all right, except Coke doesn't last for three hours. Well, you want more a lot sooner than that. Yeah. So, now, but it'll be good. I think so, too. Well, it'll be good, um, which one? Like, uh, graduating soon, or uh, getting to come home for the afternoon, or, or not related to me, because everything is all not about it. me. Yeah, all of it, though. All right. Life, it's all good. We're going to get through it, no matter what. Yeah. One way or another. Uh, Just happy that we, the three of us, you, me, and the little man, have our happy home here in NYC. Yep. So. Beautiful apartment. Yeah. Yep. Things are pretty cool. Things are things are scary, for good reason. But we're gonna get through it because yeah. we have to. Can't do nothing but survive. That's right. So. Survive and hopefully make things a lot better very very soon. Hopefully. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so. So. Where else you got? Well, this, I thought uh, this would be something to ask uh, your friend, uh, Kim, uh, Kim Jong-un about. Okay. Uh, this, is, this is old news. I think this is from like two days ago or so. But uh, North Korea had fired missiles actually at South Korea's border island, uh, uh, Yongpyong. Uh-huh. Um, more than 200 rounds of artillery shells. North Korea fired at them. Okay. So South Korean government had told, uh, ordered all civilians of that island, said, no, you have to seek shelter, escape from the island if possible, because, again, in danger, understandably, and then started holding fire drills on their own. You know, because, again, you, you have the northern bordering island that's firing missiles at you. Now, North Korea responded saying that the islands are not in danger of the firing drills. Mind you, back in 2010, North Korea had fired... Um, a, uh, had fired artillery drills, uh, artillery uh, shells at Pyongyang before, and killed four uh, four residents, four people on that island. So the whole thing of saying, "Well, we're not firing it at you," is kind of like, "Yeah, uh, South Korea is not buying it." Well, so I don't know what's going on. Maybe you should ask Pyongyang. Oh, well, not Pyongyang. Well, ask um, Kim Jong Un about next this. Next time he comes in, you can ask him, or we can ask him. I think that's a good idea because that oh. sounds. I was gonna say the whole, um, "Oh, we're not firing at you." I'm, I'm not buying it. I'm just not buying it. You gotta talk to him. I think so. That's true. You don't want to talk to his sister. Or his sister. Well, I was going to say, his sister, she still has a thing for you, doesn't she? I don't know. I mean, I can't say I blame You're her. Just, it's good Your exes away. seem to still have things for you. They're all angry for some reason. <laughs> no, they're all jealous. No, I don't know what they are. I, I think... mean, I know what they are. <laughs> but I don't know what how they... Yeah, well, it's funny. I remember um, there's one time a social worker had actually... Uh, 
we'd had the chance to talk to them and she'd come in after talking to one of your exes saying, oh yeah, she still Boring. has it bad for you. Yeah. I can't say I blame her. Oh, um, what can I tell you, honey? Yeah. <laughs> have that way with people. It's true. Well, it just lets me know I'm a lucky woman. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, you know, so, what? No, go ahead. We'll see maybe now that, um, she isn't technically a, a family member. See, now she could be registered in the Skill Mike Olympics. Oh, what you're uh, um, North uh, North Korea's uh, sister? Oh, wait, Pyong, not, um, Kim Jong Un's sister or Doreen could be. Both. <laughs> both. <laughs> Maybe I would think yes. actually both of your exes could be candidates for the Scumbag Olympics. Yeah, because they're both scumbags. Right, and you know it wouldn't be yeah, the first they, time. They're they're actually really truly terrible people. So. And that's saying I was married to scumbag like that before. I have not. I mean, he would he would be running in the running too, except if he weren't dead. Yeah. Well, can you even be in the running if you're dead? No, you can't. No, can't be. Post. Uh, it's not a post. Uh, what do they say? Um, post uh, uh, posthumous. Right. Okay. You know, it's not like a Darwin Award. Okay. Well, can you tell me if he had won the scumbag Olympics or was in the running while he was still alive? Who? My ex. No, I didn't know you. Then. Of course. Uh, Thirty four years, honey. Well, you did know me then. Well, you know what I mean. There you, was so many knew, people that did such a better job than him. Okay. Like as far as being I can see that he was a scumbag, but there are people who were considerable. There's some that take it to uh, the next level. Yeah, no joke. So, you know, there um, are considerably as much as, of course, as uh, divorcees, we can commiserate about how awful the people we were married to were. Yeah, in recognition that. Our exes, both of our exes, could have been a lot worse. Right. So cheers to them not being cheers a lot worse. And cheers to not being with them anymore. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah, but I'll have to ask uh, Kim Jong-un about yeah, that the next time you gotta write that down in. next time he comes in. I think so. I feel like you're right on this. So. So. What else you got? I was going to say, I got a few things on here. And this is um, also, again, in the East. Far East on this one too. Uh, the Indian Navy actually, uh, in India, actually the Indian Navy had to rescue a ship that had been hijacked. What, what ship? Uh, this was a ship. It didn't say. Um, but actually, who owned it? Like is it a private company or is it like a. Now I couldn't find anything about uh, what, it, what specifically who owned it, who it was of, but the name of the ship was the MV Lila Norfolk. Uh, this was a vessel that was in the Arabian Sea um, and uh, basically had been hijacked. Didn't see who, couldn't find anything about who hijacked. Didn't know if it was the Muthis or anything like that, but whoever it was, somebody had hijacked the ship. Mm -hmm. um, and the Indian Navy came in and actually rescued everybody who was on it. All 21 crew members, including 15 Indians on board this ship, um, have been freed following by this intervention by the Indian Navy. Now, um, Marcos had confirmed uh, that there were, by the time the Indian Navy had come to rescue them, there were no hijackers left. The, absent, the hijackers were absent. So who knows if they abandoned the ship, didn't say anything about whether the uh, crew members or anything had fought them off, killed them, nothing like that, but just said the hijackers were absent, which mm. is telling me more. I don't, that doesn't sound to me like they were killed. just sounds to me like they weren't there. Mm. But Indian Navy rescued uh, rescued the people who were on the ship. But see, I don't even know that India had was bordered near an ocean. You know. You don't know about the Indian Ocean? Oh, I thought that was a coincidence. 
you, you think what yeah, a coincidence like you think uh it was another ocean that yeah like we have indians here american indians you know like that's what i'm talking about we do we have native, native americans and we also have uh you know american indians for like people from india who live here that's what i'm saying it's true but atlantic ocean and pacific ocean are not considered the indian ocean mm -hmm. you know the indian ocean is a separate body of water okay but you know, it's all something I always found kind of strange. Like, we know, all the oceans are connected. So why are they all named separately? It's like, oh, we all have to claim our own. But, but isn't it, isn't the ocean just, or the all the oceans together just understood as like, no, these are international. These don't belong to anybody. Well, some of it does. You have to, there's a cutoff point. But I thought as a whole, um, the oceans don't have a cutoff point. That's like, what I thought. Unless you're, unless you're, you know, Neptune, you know. Unless you're Neptune? King of the oceans, you know, then you, have, you see no boundaries. Okay. Okay. We were saying this, you want to be like this Olympics protocol. There should be no flags. There should be no borders. Well, I'm not even saying there should be no flags and no borders. I just thought that it, that the oceans just didn't have borders. But they didn't. And it was just understood that everything's international and no, you're in, you're out there you can't do anything because oh well this is my country no, this is not your country this well i think certain country. parts of it like maybe 20 miles out is you know america 20 miles out you know outlining all the continents and then but after that you know because you know coast guard can't patrol it's true. everything that's a lot so so perhaps it's bordered like that like oh this is all that we can handle is the coast guard well no just that any country you can only claim i think a certain amount yeah okay all right i could see that you know when i was saying oh this is all we can handle is a coast guard now how much can mexico's navy handle how much can do they uh, even have a, a navy i thought they did i think they do i don't know and i think canada has a navy too and i think all around europe each country has a navy uk has a navy so um, it's not a Middle East has a, there's a lot oh <laughs> yeah there you go that's true oh. it, is that not a surprise though Thanks. there's a lot of semen everywhere there's there? a lot of semen from what i understand <laughs> I've seen it everywhere. I think you're right. So, <laughs> so uh, patriarchy. Yeah, you know. There is semen everywhere. Not to slip on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So. Yeah. So indeed. Just my uh. Oh, it's just my two cents. You know? I feel like there's a lot more than just two cents from you. No. That's not a joke. It all depends. <laughs> all depends. <laughs> um, but I see it. Um, something that's really cool here. Oh, let's hear it. A place called Zeiss, or a company called Zeiss, Z E I S S. Okay. They're going to bring holograms to mass market. They're okay. They're going to put it inside windshields, oh. like cars. Because NASA's been kind of doing that already. Oh, all right. Yeah, you know, so you can see how fast you're going in the windshield. That's a good idea. Yeah. Keeps your eyes on the road. Right. Or on the street. And anything that's going on, you know, because you, you could see through the numbers. Yeah. You know, it's not like a... That's a great idea. Yeah. That's some helpful tech. Yep. You know. I can dig it. Gas and everything. And it's going to, uh, you see... Zeiss's multifunctional smart glass has been a core and expensive bespoke component of space missions for some years now. How about that? Mm -hmm. So I guess they want to bring it to the masses. Yeah. 
I think that's pretty cool. I think so too. And it's going to be, uh, it's generated with a thin transparent layer sandwiched between glass sheets uh, to which ultra high precision optics are attached. Right on. Yeah. What a great idea. The image layer is 92% transparent. Yep. Okay. So going to have to look at this. Uh, I was going to say, looking at that, um, uh, it sounds that looks like it's spelled German. I would think Zeiss. Yeah. So that looks cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, Mercedes already has it. Right on. Yes, we might be right about the uh, German German company. That's right. Yeah. Vielleicht. Oh, vielleicht nicht. Ich weiß nicht. I said, we must see. Must see. See, see you. But yeah, that's going to be cool. I think so. Yeah. And then plus when they get, put them in the flying cars. Yeah. Which, like you said, they're coming up. They're coming. It's coming. I mean, flying taxis are coming up this year. Yeah. I showed you the video. It was on 60 Minutes. That is awesome. Once you know it's on 60 Minutes, it's right around the corner. Exactly. If not already here. Mm-hmm. Well, they are doing uh, doing uh, it in India, actually. Oh, um, the, uh, uh, the flying trips. taxis? Yep. That's really cool. And then here, well, it's going to be here in 2024. Um, did it say Chicago? Or I think uh, California was going to happen first. I forget which. Yeah, they've been doing it in California. Oh, they're already doing it in California. Yeah. I didn't think uh, it was a thing. I thought that was coming up. I think California. Like yeah, I think California, Chicago, um, Virginia. Yeah, of course, it'll come up here in the Dallas. Right. Yeah. So, we'll see. I can dig it. Yeah, and apparently, uh, special counsel probes uncovers new details about Trump's inaction on January 6th. Oh, yeah. See, it was an inaction that, you know. Yeah. So, he sat there and he watched watched on cameras and was celebrating as again his mob that he incited yeah. was literally there to kill people and overturn democracy mm -hmm. so and the whole like i keep seeing it put this way like this uh how important this uh vote presidential vote is and uh this uh this is the most important one i keep oh i hear that all the time like no actually it is it's a choice between a, um, a president who's been in office in four years and has actually brought back FDR's New Deal, bringing money to the general masses here in the U.S., mm -hmm. to the, I was going to say, the people, the have-nots here, um, bringing them money, bringing them jobs. And I keep hearing from MAGA, too, like, oh, he's bringing back jobs where they have to have several. No, that's not true. He's actually bringing in jobs where people can earn enough money to survive on its own. Right. Which is excellent. And um, uh, fighting for voting rights and all these things, too. Or you can go for the other guy who's flat out said he's going to be a dictator. And his MAGA crowd is cheering him on in this. Mm -hmm. So it's a choice between democracy or not. Oh, I saw an article, too, that John, the former president said, too, that he thinks those guys with the jail for January 6th, they should be out of jail because they've suffered enough. Oh, Oh, poor things. They're terrorists. I don't know. He didn't say that. He just said, Oh, he didn't say that. Enough. Which basically he means, don't worry. If I get, as soon as I get out of office, I'll 
show up with a pen, we'll get you out. Now, for what it's worth, any MAGA listeners, he also said he was going to let them out before he was out of office, and he didn't. He could have. He could have, but he did not. So it's a sign of how honest he is. But he's a con man. Well, he was worried about more about staying in office. Yeah, that's than true. keeping promises to. Plus, he's a con man. But I'm we know saying, that here in New York, we've had to deal. He with was him more worried about staying in office. Yeah, getting his ass. Yeah, not out of out of the White House. Yeah. Um, but yeah. not a surprise. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I suffer enough. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Mm. I'm sure. Well, it's it's something. It's a it's a uh, community brainwashing, and it's you know like if somebody uh, if they have gotten into a cult, and they manage to get out of it, whether they're uh, uh, released from it or whether somebody comes in and rescues them, or they real it comes to them comes to their mind they realize like mm. oh my god I need to get out of here, uh, they have to go through a uh, treatment. Right. A detox. To handle, yeah, a detox, basically. Uh, un- uh, unbrainwashing. Unbrainwashing, that's what it is. Now, we've got about 30, 32% of the population that needs to go through this. Now, it's the whole question of how do you do that for so many people? Because so many of them are still brainwashed. You are getting sleepy. <laughs> there you go, hypnotizing. Just watch this watch. <laughs> You're oh, gonna do- listen to my voice. Yes. Wait, are you going to do this on your Shut own? Shut up about the sun. Shut up about the sun. <laughs> yeah, now tell me, are you going to do this on your own? Are we going to do this as Timmy Boy Podcast? Or are our special guests going to come in and do this? Probably special guests because that's above my pay grade. <laughs> yeah. You know? Only so much yeah. I can do. Oh, man. I don't know. You can do a lot. There you go. Listen to my voice. <laughs> yes. You are getting sleepy. <laughs> You're going farther and farther back in time. Like you were a child. Yes. Oh, man. That's fun. What's something I know appreciating, because, uh, you know, like Jordan Klepper and Daily Show, he regularly goes out and interviews the MAGA crowd at rallies, like when they're outside of rallies getting ready to go in. And you can actually see as he's doing interviews, the frustration in his face. Like he's showing them the proof. Like here, here's the proof that what the man you're believing in, he's lying. And they're just not getting it. And you can just see the look on his face. Like he's trying to get through to them. And there's just, it's it's talking to a wall. Well, it's the whole, you can never say that you're wrong. You can never say, look, you know, people think that I, you know, I drove out to wherever I am yeah. to support the ex-president. Now, some guy who comes along and yeah. challenges my beliefs. There's no way for me to look not stupid. Yeah. Um, if I just kind of tense halfway agree with him, just even halfway or a little bit agree with him. Yeah. I'm going to look foolish. Yeah. So it's just that ego and that pride and that whole, oh, you know, you uh, show me the light. Yeah. Now. You know, no one's ever going to say that. Like I said, they're just, they're too committed. To yeah. The cause. Yeah. It's embarrassing to admit that basically the one they're believing in again. Well, it's embarrassing for anybody. Man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not it's just picking man. on the MAGA crowd. Yeah. Pick on anybody who's had that experience with someone who's, you know, gotten over on their better yeah. judgment. Like Gussie mentioned before. How much of a fool did you feel like when you found out one of, of your exes was? Oh, I felt like an absolute fool yeah. when I found out my ex was a con man. Of course, you feel like a fool, but then 
the sooner you realize it and you embrace it, the sooner you can get away. Right. But, but it's a lot. you and me weren't in front of microphones and cameras. So exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I think yeah. it's a little bit tougher to yeah. Um, yeah. kind of. <clears throat> um, and then you're in front of your cop. Not colleagues, but your quote unquote peers that might have, you know, hey, my Facebook friends, I said we're all coming down here. Yeah. Now you're going to kind of have to like eat a little humble pie. Yeah. You can't have that. That's not easy. So I only eat American pie with yeah. my freedom fries. Yeah, there you go. I don't eat that Democrat pie. Yeah. That's, you know, that's donkey poop. It's, it's just something. It's really something. It's literally going to have to be um, finding out. It's going to take a lot of amazing psychiatrists, I'm sure, how to do a deprogramming from, it's not the majority, thank God, but still far too many of the population. No, no, no. I don't know what the answers are, honey. Neither do I. But maybe Kim Jong-un, he has it. You know, I'm not sure. He's firing missiles at, at an island off Allegedly. of South Korea. No, it's, he is. You got to get the, his side of the story. It was just in here the other night. It's true. See, maybe he bombed. Quote, unquote, I don't mean to be a pun in that. Yeah. Maybe he's like, oh, I bobbed at the comedy club. Oh, no, I bobbed someone else. Oh, no, that's that's not helpful. Well, that's not helpful. See, you got to be nice to your comedians, people. I, I agree. but the Or you see what happens. Oh, no. Or if you don't, if you're not nice to comedians, that they're going to bomb you. Anything happens, I'm saying. I mean, I mean, it's true. We don't know for a fact. I would like to get his. That's you fair. Know, but, but North Korea said they're the ones. Or whatever. Yeah, but North Korea said they're the ones bombing. So it's not, not a you question. You mean someone who, you know, is part of the press junket in North Korea, yeah? Or somebody who's part of the North Korean military. Okay, well, it's and North Korean government said. Or his precious daughter or his sister, was it? Well, isn't he no. the one who controls the military? Well, obviously he wasn't because he was here. He can't be in two places at once. It's true. He's not magic. Will you tell me the guy that he was here was not Kim Jong-un? You didn't interview Kim Jong-un? <laughs> I, I interviewed and said it was Kim well, Jong-un. There you go. Honey, I'm not that sloppy. <laughs> I check IDs. Oh, I know. Not you only do. do I check IDs, there's things they him and I have done in the past. And I've asked, wait, okay. Wait, wait, wait. What kind of things have you done with Kim? No, Jong-un? there's things that he would know that I've done and I know that he's done. Wait, are you saying he has secrets on you? They're secrets. They're fun secrets. <laughs> wait, what kind of fun secrets? Like he knows okay, the name of my uh, dog or a cat I had when I was in fifth grade. What was the name of your cat you had? I can't tell grade? everybody. Well, you could tell me. I can't tell you on the air like this. Well, it's true. You could tell me afterwards. <sighs> afterwards. Okay. Maybe. But why? Oh, no. <laughs> So wait, you're telling me Kim Jong-un knows more about you than I do? We have our, uh, in case we ever wind up in a jail cell, we'll know, you know. Wait, so you're you're saying you might end up in a jail cell with Kim Jong-un? Look, honey, it's a strange world. Anything can happen. I mean, it's true, but why would you end up in a jail cell with Kim Jong-un? That's the point. You you can't (laughs) take chances. You have to think these things through. All right. I mean, I could see what you're you know, saying, but we, I'm just... We run high and loose, honey. Fast and loose. <laughs> and I can't know you any of you got to have an exit strategy. And the exit strategy, I can't know anything about. Is that for my own protection? No protection. <laughs> like when I used to drive, I always used to uh, park backwards. Oh, uh, yeah? Driving backwards. Because if I you ever had to get out of there in a hurry, that makes you sense. just want to hit drive. You don't want to have to... You know, you know, that makes sense. I always like to uh, park backwards because it was just for the ease, but I never thought I was never trying to escape anything. 
You what never kind know. Of, what kind of world did you live in <laughs> <laughs> before we got together? You know, you never know, honey. That's the point. You want to be on point. Gotta, you know, this world isn't all sunshine and rainbows. What, sunshine and rambos? Yeah. That's sunshine and rainbows. Right. What if Rambo was something? You'd have to get out of there pretty quick, huh? But isn't Rambo a fictional character? Is he now? Honestly, I yeah, wouldn't he you, is he. I wouldn't let him hear that if I were you. Well, again, I thought he was a fictional character. Mm. Played by, well, uh, played by, again, uh, I, Maybe that's what yeah. he wanted you to think. Because oh, he's maybe. such a great actor. Maybe. You might, wait, uh, Rambo is a good actor? Tell Not me. Sylvester Stallone. Maybe both. Maybe one, one's one, one's the other. Oh wait, so Rambo's an actor, and Sylvester Stallone is also an actor. Or are you saying Sylvester Stallone is actually Rambo? Hey, I don't know if I could divulge that information. But, but I have so point. many questions. Well, you're gonna have to have get him in here. <laughs> wait, to, Sylvester uh, Stallone? Yeah. Well, that'd be fun. Do you know Sylvester Stallone? I don't, unfortunately. Well, you don't know him now, but all of a sudden you always seem to get these friends all right, well, from well, all maybe over the you world. Could, we'll email them later. Maybe. That could be yeah. fun. So. Because it's interesting, the number of even dead people. <laughs> even the number of dead Chewbacca. people who I've interviewed. Oh, Chewbacca. Chewbacca in here. That would be excellent. But that's what oh. we're getting out of him, so. Well, who knows? He might he might be able to give us something else. Mm, not too much, trust me. <laughs> Well, does he know sign language? Do you no. know? No? no? It's just he only knows what I tell him. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, so you're the handler of Chewbacca? Of course. Wow, I didn't know this. I'm one of the ones because you know he's oh, there's more a than lot one. of there's a lot of it takes a lot of effort. You see, I didn't know this. I yeah. assumed Chewbacca could handle things on his own. Oh no. Because doesn't he speak the language of his other? Uh... Yeah, but there's not too many uh, Chewbaccas out there. Is that true? I Why do you think when you watch him in Star Wars, he's always getting locked up if Han Solo isn't around? Okay, I assumed it's like it was a small child, but a huge burden at the same time. I always assumed it was a, a lack of translation for it. See, he can't impart on what he wants. Okay, he just only... has to listen to like Han Solo or somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing. Oh, and Han Solo is the only one who can understand him, right? Me, Hans, a few other people. Oh, you can understand him. Of course him. I can. You actually can translate what Chewbacca says. Of course I can. So have you ever worked as a translator for him? Look, he doesn't He doesn't need to be translating. I just need to tell him what the fuck to do. Oh, I see. So you're his boss. Yeah. To keep him alive, yeah. <laughs> just like that. Do you, do you growl like that to keep him alive? No. That's... <laughs> Something else. Yeah, well, because you kind of sound. If that was you, that made you really sound like a guard dog. Was no that a Rottweiler. No, I don't need or to. Or Pitbull. He knows I won't get to that level with him. Okay. Well, not with him, but I mean anybody who might who might uh, arrest him. Try to. Try to arrest him. You will growl at them like that. Right. Well, he'll go willingly because he's he's not a violent person or a violent entity. Yeah, not a violent creature. Right. But if he sees me, somebody fucking with me, then get it. I get it. But then if somebody fucks with you, then you could also growl at them like a dog, too. Right. Or like Chewbacca. Oh, you growl like Chewbacca? Of course. Okay, see, I... It would I take was... a lot out of me, but I could do it. I'm sure you could. I would expect nothing less, actually, so... of you. <laughs> it would sound like that. Like much. that. Oh, okay. But it, it'd be an, an attempt. It'd be an attempt. Give it the old, it would, good old People would be try. confused long enough for him and I to, <laughs> to hightail it out of there. <laughs> 
That's what you go for, confusion. Yeah, and then we just hightail it out of there. All right. Like a bunch of little girls. You know? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Running away like little girls. That's a secret. Bunch of, a bunch of little girls. <laughs> Not like two little girls, like a bunch of them. Right. No, and now if you're like hightailing it out like a bunch of little girls, do you squeal? Do you have pigtails? No. Like, what is this? No. Explain. Can you explain this to me? I would just run. You're just run. Run. Well, then how is it like little girls? I scream for help. <laughs> oh, you would scream for help. Of course. Okay. What? Scream for help like little girls? Yeah. Okay. So like a higher pitched voice? Sometimes. For both of you? Depends how fast we're running. There's a lot of variables, honey. I'm sure. There's you don't self, know. Sounds like there's a lot involved. There's a lot involved. <laughs> how many times have you found yourself running away like little girls? Not too many. With Chewbacca? Not too many. And where? Where from? The galaxy far, far from here. <laughs> <laughs> I took some bad mushrooms once. Oh, man. He came and rescued me. Oh, that's excellent. And I, made, then, a, and I made a deal with the um, gnomes. They used to live by my house. Really? Mm -hmm. A bunch of gnomes used to live a few doors down. Well, that's pretty cool. Empty lot, yeah. Now, could they understand Chewbacca? No. No, they couldn't. You had to translate Chewbacca for them, too? Well, they didn't want to know Chewbacca. Well, why not? Because they were, they kept to themselves. Okay. They liked me. Well, I was going to say, they kept to themselves. Why did they like you? They felt they had to, you know, watch over me. So, so they I was, were like... I was a mere child, honey. They were like... <laughs> they were guardians to you. Yes. Wait, so they saw you as a mere child. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm wondering... Look at this kid. He needs help. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering why... Let's pull him up the uh, gnome way. <laughs> well, because I would think I'm being uh, gnomes compared to you, I would think that you were a lot taller. Not as a child. Well, oh, they. So these were ones you knew as a child. Child, I just told you that before. Well, no, I didn't catch I you. Was say six that. or seven years old. See, I didn't know you didn't well, you tell don't me listen. that before. But that's the thing, you didn't tell me that before. You said they used to be your neighbors. You didn't say when. It's a long time ago. Okay, a long when time ago. When I was a child, I'm not going to go back and rewind this. I know what I said. You don't have to. You don't have to. That's all right. But so they were your guardians then. Yeah. All right. Did you learn? Did you learn to speak their language at all? Of course. Was it a different language? Of course it was. Now, have you kept in touch with them at all? Hey, they don't know email, honey. You see, they I don't know that. <laughs> they have your number or they don't? They don't. They don't? I'm sure if I go back there. You probably could. Was this back in Piscataway? Yeah. Okay. You had gnomes as neighbors. Gnomes as neighbors. All right. I think that's pretty cool. They're busy. Wait, they were busy or They're you were busy? busy? Or you were all, you were they were all, all busy? No, they were. They were quite busy. Keeping an eye on you, I'm sure. Always liked it before sundown. Always back out before sundown. Like, we can't be out here at sundown. Oh, wait, they couldn't be out at sundown. No, Why not? I don't know. I don't remember, honey. Or they never told you? It was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. You were a small child. It was a, a while child. ago. <laughs> and I didn't ask so many questions like you did. Okay, well, I'm just very curious. Um, you see, because I never knew these things. See, they wouldn't want to know you that. Yeah, oh, I just want to have so many questions. We don't want to answer. Okay, say I'm a curious person. Oh. I'm a curious creature. Well, did you have any known friends? No, I didn't. There you go. That's why I'm so My curious. Point, I'm <laughs> they may have found me incessantly annoying. Mm, I'm not going to say that. Well, but I would have found them fascinating. I would have fascinating. Loved you know, I'm. Everything's about you and what you find fascinating, isn't it? Well, I mean, not necessarily. Do you think you, they needed your approval? No, I don't think so. Well, there but, you go. But I still approve of them. But it didn't matter to them, did it? No. No, I suppose not. Okay. But I would think it's pretty cool to be found fascinating, be found exciting. 
but not if you know you're already fascinating and exciting. Okay. That's a strong sense of uh, strong sense of self and self security. You know, look at these stupid humans running around like like so, morons. So fucking, you know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> I mean, we try to at least pretend. Uh, we can do our best. I would think so. Most of us. <laughs> what else you got? Oh well, uh, this I, this is within the uh, realm of also other fascinating things. There's actually video, and I can show you this, of a mouse that would tidy up uh, a um, man's shed in Wales every night. <laughs> That's funny. Overnight. Now, there's uh, this man, Rodney Holbrook. Uh, he is a retired postman of Wales. He had noticed uh, that when he'd wake up in the morning and go out to his shed, he saw that all the things that he'd had out on his workbench that he'd been working with the mm -hmm. day before were all put away. He's like, I don't know how, because I didn't put them away. Was, uh, so what he did is he set up a camera overnight. And he saw, watching the, watching the tape the next morning, mm -hmm. that there was a mouse in his shed that was actually getting up on his workbench, picking up all the nuts and the bolts and clothing pegs and cable ties uh, that were on his workbench, bench, and he would, he would put them away into a box on his workbench work every night. It's like, wow, it's something, what a tidy, what a tidy little mouse. I'll show you this video. It's actually, I think it's pretty cool. Now, I just better our listeners can't see. Too bad our listeners can't see, but I can, we can actually type up a link. Just a second. Oh, come on. Here we go. No, I don't want to do a donation. Not right, not right now. Okay, I'm waiting for this video to load. Sorry, just a second. There we go. See, the mouse is just picking things up and putting them in the box. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, I wonder why this mouse felt this impulse to do that. Maybe it was uh, ex-wife in another life. Maybe. Or you friend in another life. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to do this. Or maybe an old friend of the uh, Ronnie Holbrooks in an, another life. Maybe. I would think if it was an ex-wife that maybe the mouse, mouse would have been louder. But yeah, if you look this up on, if, you want, if you're listening to this, look this up on The Guardian. Look up mouse film tidying up man's shed every night. You can find it there on The Guardian. Right. And you see in the post, <clears throat> the... um. There was this lady. What lady? Um, she handcuffed herself to the subway seat. Oh, yes. <clears throat> she um, was on the F train, sat down, and handcuffed herself to a handrail, and casually proceeded to scroll through her phone, <laughs> leaving hundreds of social media users baffled. And they hoped she didn't throw away the key. But a lot of people took pictures. You know, because a lot of people got off at 42nd Street. Yeah, a lot of people do get off at 42nd Street. Yeah, and uh, she actually does look like Lauren Hill. She kind of does. It's true. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it's not, but she looks like Lauren Hill a little bit. Yeah. So, that's it. Um, what guy put, so she doesn't want to lose her seat. There you go. It's true. One said, we're taught to act crazier than the craziest on the subway to survive. Yes, that's true. We actually are taught that. You want to know how to survive on New York if you're surrounded by people that you're actually feeling threatened by? Act crazy. They'll leave you alone. All right. One says, others made cuffing season puns, oh. referring to the winter months when people want a relationship and wondered if the unknown woman was searching for a boo. Wow. Lauren Hill making up an excuse for being late to her next show. <laughs> oh, no. And let's see. Um, some guess the well-dressed woman was afraid of being kidnapped. 
So, um, yeah, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think that's well, I mean, no. maybe you never know. Well, we yeah. don't know what was in her mind. Maybe she was yeah. afraid of being kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, they love graves and like a few of the theories. I'm still on the fence between a well intentioned but ill prepared drug mule. <laughs> A person who is trying to put up a productive forest field of crazy, yes. as you do in New York City, and simply yes. Lauren Hill. I suppose those are not mutually exclusive. Yeah, I wouldn't think they were. No. That's wow. So, um, really so, wow. It's funny. I just yeah, wondering why, because couldn't find anything on why she did it or who it was. It's true. So. I saw there are other news outlets, like you saw it on New York Post. I saw some, on some other news outlets that talked about it too, but nobody had any uh, come up with any reason why she did it. Yeah, and again, it's just New York. We really don't give a shit. No one's going to ask her. It's true. No. No one's going to go up to her and say, "Hey, excuse me, why are you doing this?" Well, it's tend we tend to let people handle their own. We don't give a shit. Well, like, you know what? If we're going to fucking ask you something, unfortunately, we're going to get an answer. It's going to be more than fucking 30 seconds long. And we just Probably. don't have that kind of time. Yeah. So we really don't care. So why ask it? I suppose. I mean, that that is, we really don't care. I'm thinking more along the lines of like, you know, let them handle their own thing. We got our own thing to do. It's just, yeah. Because we, we're always Getting in a hurry. Getting down to, I could get the shit, lady. There you go. Or we're just, we're in a hurry. You know what? We're always in a hurry to get somewhere. The best of luck to you. Yeah. I hope she's all right. Whatever's going on with her, I hope she's doing all right. So. Yeah. So she didn't take my seat. I don't take the F train. There you go. Yeah, we really don't. I mean, I take the F train sometimes, but not very often. And I wouldn't have cared if yeah, she sat next to me and did that. Same here. I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. That's okay. Care. We all handle our own business. Now, it's mind yourself. you, if we see somebody getting hurt, New Yorkers will stand up and help. Right. But she's right. not getting hurt. She handcuffed herself to a seat. Whatever. She's not bothering anybody. She's doing her own thing. We're doing our own thing. Performance art. Maybe. But I would think if it were performance art that she would have been louder about it. Yeah. But Who you knows? never know. Maybe that was just her performance. Yeah. The subtlety. Yeah. Or just seeing if she could get a response out of anybody and she did not. Yeah. There you go. Because again, know your audience. Know yeah, where you're at. like a candid camera kind of thing. Oh, maybe. Oh. But then I would think with candid camera that she would have been louder about it. Maybe Ashley Kutcher's trying to revamp that show. Maybe, After but writing can, that judge, that letter to the judge. Are the uh, yeah, that was. Not Danny Masterson. Twenty-five years. He's never lied to me. If, I mean, I can appreciate one. We, you know, when, and we know this is actors. When you get to work with somebody, you you do form almost like a family. You you love the people that you get to work with when they're really great. It's wonderful, and you want to support each other. But yeah, the whole thing, the way he and Mila Kunis had put it, basically was saying that the women that uh, Danny Masterson had raped had lied. They yeah, that was lied. that was a that was a really really poor choice. Yeah. But, and again, sorry for all the women that were sexually assaulted by him. Hoping, wishing them a better journey ahead. Mm. Just wow. That's all. Yeah, again, your wording was terrible. How about this? How about putting well, this way? Well, they didn't dead? think it would. They didn't think that that was public property. That's uh, the thing. Yeah. Of course it was going to be public property. No, but when you, you write a letter to the judge like that, I don't think, I think, you know, you can subpoena stuff like that or whatever. It's kind of, I forgot what it falls under, freedom of press or whatever like that. Or, but you know, court, the court record yeah. is part of the court record. I think um, it's not sealed. So anybody can have access to it. Yeah, I don't that's think, the thing. I don't think it's they knew sealed. that. I thought, yeah. 
I would think something like that. Like if I wrote a letter to somebody, that it wouldn't be common knowledge or public knowledge. I wrote it just to the judge. So I'm not, not fault, I'm not faulting them at that. Yeah. I'm faulting them that, that maybe that's a good thing they didn't know because they wouldn't have been so yeah. these women are whores. Yeah. I mean they didn't and say liars. he didn't say they were whores, and, well, but yeah, said they were basically lying and it was all made up. I wouldn't even know where they would get drugs from. Yeah, the whole thing if they would have packaged it different it differently, worded it differently, like oh, the man God. we knew and loved, we never knew he could do something like this. We no, not even said that he could do something like this. We, the jury has spoken. Yes. We respect that. And in that vein, we don't believe that Daniel Masters could do such a thing like this. However, as we pointed out before, the jury has spoken. We trust the justice system. Will, there you go. And we, But we hope that he gets the help he needs and that yes. you find mercy in, in your sentencing. There you that's go. That's it. That's better. That's, that's better. You see, that's the way to do it. And you're yeah. you're not really throwing a guy into the fucking bus, and nope. you're not making these girls feel worse than they probably yeah, know. Yeah, these women who were sexually assaulted. Can you assaulted. imagine them reading yeah. that shit? Yeah. But now you, I now I put thanks. Really, no. Anything I see, fucking Ashley Kutcher yeah. or really cool shit. Like really, yeah. No, but yeah, like thing. no, for them, I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I could get yeah. over it. I get that to, to a degree, but then when it's like, oh, really? Now. Yeah. I just, Really? Well, it's the whole way. I know we've had this conversation so many times before. Oh, that's the kitty calling out. But I've had so many conversations before about uh, women when they get sexually assaulted. Um, the whole thing they hear all the time is like, oh, well, you wanted it, didn't you? You were asking. What were you wearing? It. Did you? What were you wearing? Did you go by yourself? It's well, he bought your dinner. It's always their fault. He bought your dinner. Always packages their Expensive fault. dinner, wasn't it? Yeah, there you go. So it's the whole thing, you know, it's just too much. Yeah. Well, all right. What do you say we wrap it up? Yeah, we're going to go eat dinner and feed the cat. We do. It's true. I'm thinking he's getting ready to pee because he's calling out. But we'll catch you all. Tomorrow. What do you think? Tomorrow? Yes. All right. We'll see you then. Later, guys. Good night, everybody. Good night.